Hey, I'm Dennis from This Side of Anarchy, and welcome to Band to Band, my show where I let you in on my getting to know other independent bands that I support on social media and that support me in return. And we get to know each other a little better by answering five questions each. Please hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube or listening on podcasts so you can keep up to date and enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of Band to Band. It's been a little... Took a little hiatus, writing some songs and doing some stuff. So now we're back with uh, a new episode with the Cranberry Merchants. Hi. Hey. They, were, they were one of my, they were an early supporter. They gave me a bunch of links. They sent me um, some little links through Twitter and been collaborating, not collaborating, but helping each other out. And yeah. it's good to have you guys on. <laughs> Good to be on. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank so, you. So, um, I guess for everybody else to introduce yourselves and a little bit about the band. I guess you're just just you two, right? Yep. Yep, we're a duo. And, you know, what kind of instruments you guys play or who does what? Uh, I'm Steve. I play guitar and drum, or guitar and bass. <laughs> guitar and bass. Okay. And I'm Diane. I play drums and keyboard, and we both do some vocals. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, how long have you guys been doing that? Uh, well, as, as the Cranberry Merchants, only a little over two years. Mm -hmm. um, but we've actually been playing music together for, what, uh, it's getting close to 30 years yes. now. Yeah, coming up um, on three decades. Yeah. Cool. And are you married, or are you just together, or friends, or? We are married. Okay. Yeah. We'll, uh, in fact, next month, we'll celebrate 29 years. That's right. Ooh, 29. Yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah, I'll be with my wife 28 since our first date, so we're going to be 26, 27 years this October, I think. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. So, so we're pretty much in the same boat. <laughs> Except uh, she's not really a musician. She she tried to play. She likes the violin. We got her a violin, and she took some lessons for a while. And then she had a thing with her um, shoulder muscles, oh, and she just can't. She can't do the uh, what's it? The rotator cuff. She had some kind of issue with, and yeah. it really goes up. Yeah. Now she can't. She was just trying. She was just starting to learn, like. 10 or 15 years ago, and then, and then she did something that just crept up. I mean, she didn't do any weird thing. It just, it just happened. It's weird, strange. This is age. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <That could> be, <laughs> <laughs> happens to the best of us, you know. So, uh, so tell me about the name of Cranberry Merchants. How did, that, how did that come about? Do you guys have a cranberry farm or what? <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, my, uh, my dad was uh, a very colorful character. He had a lot of catchphrases all his own, and my favorite one of his was if somebody, say a, a politician or you or me, was like telling a huge lie to his face, he would say, you got more BS than a cranberry merchant, or something like that. I'm like, band name. That's cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool name. Natural. Like yeah, we don't even really know what it means, but we like it. All. <laughs> Cool. So, so that's the best. That's the best ones. <laughs> yeah, I I like you know people that write music that they 
it just doesn't mean anything. They just write it, and then people put all this thought and and intrigue into all this thing. It's like, I mean, it just it doesn't really mean much. I just wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people yeah, try like to put up, their own interpretation. I know, make up all this stuff for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, uh, well, uh, what other kind of bands have you been in, or? Uh, we started off about '93. We were in a trio. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, you know, the two of us, another guy, and he. That lasted maybe seven or eight months. Um, he just, we weren't clicking. He was a very contrary person. He had a lot of great ideas, but didn't know what to do with them. Mm. Uh, he didn't like any ideas that we were throwing, like throwing out there and putting on the table, and it just, it was just oil and water. We just couldn't mm -hmm. click. And uh, he moved away, and then we, uh, that that band was Halcyon. Then when he moved away, uh, we just started off the duo, and we were Halcyon AD after that. And we started in really in earnest writing together. I mean, we were able to just write anything we pleased because there was no no friction whatsoever with anybody. There isn't any between us. So uh, whatever went on the table, we just wrote it, and it, we wrote with it. We have been writing with it ever since. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that uh, incarnation of the band, I mean, it was a very different time as far as the music business. Yeah. You pretty much either had to, you know, just really bust your butt touring or you had to be signed to a record label to have any success at that time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so we didn't really get too far with it. We had a little bit of play on college radio, but that was about it. Well, and, and also for the era that it was, I mean, it was right in the middle of the grunge era. And right. you weren't grunge or folk. Nobody really wanted to hear what you had to say. You know, right. that's the way it was. So we, yeah. Just, yeah. we didn't really click back then. I mean, we had we had demo versions of things like the Black Mariah or uh, our new single Never Again. But I mean, they just didn't click. Nobody wanted to hear it because we yeah. weren't grunge or folk. So right, right, yeah. Times have changed. It's great that all the independents have an outlet now for the internet yeah. and. You can do a lot yourself. Absolutely. It really helps. All right, you can go to your question. Okay. <laughs> well, our first question for you is, so exactly which side of anarchy is this side of anarchy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a softball one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put a lot of thought into it, so. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I get get this question a lot, but it's it's basically I kind of started this, you know, one of my projects is like I have this podcast I want to do too about just you know what the whole my whole concept is about and kind of like all my whole philosophy. But I kind of started a couple times and got a couple paragraphs and an outline, and that's coming up soon. One of these days, I'll get onto that. But right now I'm writing like six or seven songs. Need to update the website, and I'm just, you know, too busy. But basically, it's just the philosophy of my life. It's just like I never liked, I never liked being told what to do. Uh -huh. You know, you my parents, you're just like, and then it's just I always questioned everything and. And then it wasn't until like the 83 or 84, I kind of really knew or got into, was exposed to like really punk rock. And it was just like, 
a light went off like wow this is like somebody out there is like doesn't want people to tell you what to do and and but i think at the beginning it was like more more into the anarchy thing which which we used to discuss this when i was in one of my other bands uh society got mad like anarchy's good but then you basically got you got um the strongest are going to survive so then where 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 are the weak you know anarchy is like the this so anarchy is not going to work but you but then people try to control each other too much so i just kind of i had my big list of band names and uh i shared it with somebody and they just they said that that was the one so i, I said oh okay that, that, that's cool so it's just like it's not total anarchy it's just but it's it's just you know this side of it it's like i there's just so many it just annoys me so many laws and people are in everybody's business it's like ridiculous yeah Yeah. it just it just just bothers me like even even like uh even in your car laws against texting it's just like they gotta have you know, then they're gonna have a lot. You can't eat a hamburger. You can't put on your makeup. You can't. I'm like, well, well, you just say you can't drive. Gave the general law. You can't drive impaired or or bothered. Okay, that's it. Now you can't. You. It's just like, and I I don't understand politicians. I hate politicians. I'm not a political guy. It's like, yeah. stay out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't think that's a general I, consensus I, these days. <laughs> I just don't understand somebody waking up and like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go make this law and, and tell people what to do. I'm like, how does somebody even? I don't know. It just bugs me. I hear you. Understandable. <laughs> Preaching the choir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So, uh, so what is your process for writing music? Um, and do you guys record yourself at a studio, or do you have a home studio? And what kind of software do you use? Or well, this- um, uh, as far as the process goes, it it changes from one time to the next. Um, you know, I, so most of the time, I think he'll usually come up with like a good hook type riff, and we'll kind of build on that. Mm-hmm. But there are times that, you know, it starts maybe with some lyrics that I wrote or something like that. So it, you know, as far as how a song starts, that can change from one time to the next. Yeah. Uh, but we do record our own music here at mm-hmm. home, uh, just kind of a home studio type thing. And we use uh, a program called Samplitude for hmm. recording, uh, okay. which it, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, I, I like the program because it's kind of set up like an old analog uh, mixer mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know we went to school for that sort of thing like late 80s early 90s mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what we learned on is you know an old analog kind of board right. so it this is a kind of a, a great adaptation to that you know in, yeah. in digital recording where everything looks pretty familiar mm-hmm. having to learn a lot of new uh, you know new features exactly what was that called again? I gotta, I gotta check that out. The, called Samplitude. Samplitude. You'll love it. 
Yeah, it's actually very inexpensive too, but it's, you know, it's a nice little workhorse kind of program. Mm -hmm. Cool. Always interested in new computer stuff. <laughs> you know? Like trying, trying new stuff. All right. What's your next question? Okay. Well, if you weren't a musician, what would you want to be doing? Um, well, probably the same thing I'm doing right now because I got a regular job. I've worked in uh, various aircraft jobs, various aircraft in the aircraft industry for probably 40 years now. So probably still be doing the same thing because being a musician won't pay bills usually. <laughs> get starving yeah, artists living on the streets. <laughs> what, what do you do in the aircraft industry? Yeah. Uh, right now, it's just I repair, uh, repair and overhaul uh, aircraft instruments mainly and actuators and valves and stuff like that. Maybe. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, right now, mainly for military. It's a the new military surplus and all the older parts. Okay. okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'm not mechanically inclined at all, so. <laughs> God love you. <laughs> yeah, this it's it's a blessing and a curse because I can pretty much do a lot of things. I mean, I like doing computers. I like doing plants. I redone my kitchen. You know, I've done worked on cars, overhauled things. I I can do you know lots of different stuff. And sometimes you don't have enough to do time to do everything you can do. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I see a lot of Lego that you guys are always have. So, who's Cristiano, <laughs> and how does that come about, and who comes up with those ideas? Well, uh, we've actually had Lego as a hobby for oh, probably almost as long as we've known each other. Oh, yeah. Um, we kind of started collecting it uh, probably shortly after we got married. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's just accumulated over the years. I mean, we'll get each other Lego for a birthday or Christmas or something like yeah. that. And other people have given us some knowing that we like it. and. Mm -hmm. Know it. We've got a basement full of Lego, <laughs> and uh, you know, we hadn't really intended on it being part of our music career. <laughs> uh, it, it was just kind of a fluke. Yeah. Um, I think uh, uh, a while back when we um, uh, we we were kind of messing with it, and just as a joke, we made kind of Lego figures of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we thought, well, we'll we'll use this as a little promo on our social media or something. Just you know just kind of joking around and people just loved it yeah they thought it was so cool and you know after a while people were asking us oh man can you make a lego version of me and mm -hmm. uh so a lot of these indie musicians and djs that we started to get to know a little at a time you know we'd make a figure of one or the other of them and you know before we knew it we had like you know 40 50 different figures so yeah. uh we, we just ran with it because it works i mean it, it's kind yeah. of uh it's a nice calling card, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. We, we didn't intend it to become like a gimmick, but it's yeah. kind of become a promotional gimmick. Well, we yeah. also know some. there are some musicians where they really take themselves too seriously. I mean, like, we're not like some kind of a joke band, like Weird Al Yankovic or anything, but it's mm -hmm. like, no, we're cool. You would just, I think it's a nice way to show that, you know, we're cool with whatever. 
<laughs> you know, we just, yeah, and you could just kind of you know, laugh at it. yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. and hey, maybe, maybe we'll do something with all that Lego. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my, my son was really into it, too. I'm actually both my sons, but my other son, he used to make the, when he was 10, 12, maybe, he, he'd do, I, I got him my old digital camera, and I got him a stand, and he, he, would, he would make his little cars and make a move and he'd make little little scenes and awesome. he'd do yeah, the, for us he, it turned into a music video for our, our video disturbing the piece mm -hmm. um, you know we we thought well let, i'd never tried the stop animation stuff before mm -hmm. but i found a good uh, iphone app uh, mm -hmm. for it and uh, so you know took about three weeks to to build the sets to you know film the parts and then to edit everything together um, but it, it's been one of our, our more popular videos as a result. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Next question for you. Alrighty. Um, okay. If you could give a recording of your music to any like famous musician or record executive that's around right now, uh, who would you give it to? Man, that was, a, that was a rough question too. The only the only people I could think of would be like I'd be. I mean, really, it would be really cool to be able to give them to like Johnny Rotten or Steve Jones. That would be really cool. Yeah. And, yeah. and or Scott Ian or Charlie Benante of Anthrax. Yeah. Those would be cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it'd be awesome to get an opinion from somebody like that. You know. Yeah. Or it would have been cool if uh, get one from Lemmy when he was alive, but that's yeah, that's not anymore. That's cool. Okay, and you guys look like you're really good at the promotion thing because I'm always seeing calendars that are full and and you're doing radio shows and all kinds of stuff. You're on Cowboy Joe and how did how did all that stuff come about? Uh, well, when when we were getting ready to kind of start music again as the Cranberry Merchants, we uh, actually had like uh, like a three-month stint where Steve didn't have to go to work. He had to get knee replacement surgery. Mm -hmm. And so he was off work for three months. He actually recovered very quickly, but we had that three months to just uh, really prepare and set up all of our social media to uh, get things ready as far as, you know, distribution for our debut release and everything. So we kind of got all that set up in advance. And then since then, we, we kind of tag team on keeping up with yeah. it. Uh, like, you know, Steve takes care of our Instagram page. I take care of Twitter. And then we both kind of, you know, uh, take care of Facebook together. Um, and then, you know, we, we just started doing a lot of networking with, uh, indie radio stations because it was all new to us when we started but then when mm -hmm. we discovered how many are out there it's like you know the possibilities are endless yeah so we, we try to you know every week if if a station follows us on on twitter or something we immediately you know send them mm -hmm. some of our stuff and you know it's gotten to where we've gotten you know, airplay on stations all over the globe now. Yeah. Uh, at least a couple hundred and counting. Probably, yeah. And uh, it, and it, we find the more we do it, you know, the more it kind of multiplies yeah. on itself. So. Yeah. 
Um, and there, there are some stations where we, we've gotten a, to where we have, a, you know, a closer relationship than others. Um, is like with Cowboy Joe, you were asking mm -hmm. or to know um, Jeff Rickett, who is the main DJ for, uh, for Cowboy Joe. And uh, we just really hit it off, I think, even starting with our first interview with him. And, yeah. and we became good friends with him and uh, got to doing a lot of interviews. And, you know, I would throw him ideas for shows and stuff like that. And after a while, he was like, well, why don't you guys just do a show for us? Yeah. Um, you know, do your own cool. radio show. And at first, we didn't really have the time. Um, it, it took a while to kind of get organized on that. Uh, but then it was what April of last year. Yeah, I think uh, we started doing uh, our show, The Beat, and uh, it, it's you know been doing pretty well. And you know we've kind of gotten on a regular schedule with it. It's worked out well. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it's kind of the, one of the drawbacks of doing it, doing it by myself. It's just, <laughs> it's just too hard to like do everything. It's, you know, family, yeah. family, job, house music i've been trying to do do the lyrics and for my six songs for like a couple weeks it's just like because it's just in my living room i was yeah. gonna do some last night and it's like well it's 10 30 and i looked in the bedroom and my wife's got the door closed with the light off i'm like oh well she's probably sleeping so i don't want to be screaming <laughs> <laughs> you know one time a few weeks ago she's like woke me up I'm like, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And then, and then my other son, he had his headphones on, playing his music, or, or you know, he was racing for his race cars, you know, i racing. He said it, it was loud even he had, he had his headphones on. I was singing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's good. It's good to have collaboration. I need to find somebody that I can I can get with to help me out yeah it, it works out well because i mean it, it's just uh the two of us here in the house just us and our cats basically yeah um and you know i mean steve actually works very long hours on his day job yeah. so mm -hmm. you know i have to do a lot of the um like the editing for our show or when you know when we've done some recording i'm the one that does all the mixing and and all that kind of thing just because i have more time for it yeah. Right. Um, so, also the video directing she does all that too yeah so it you know um it, it does help to to have a partner in it though yeah <laughs> for real definitely okay uh your question all right we're going on a really long road trip what kind of <laughs> snacks are you packing <laughs> well in the past when we used to do shows and do uh road trips up to San Francisco or whatever. It always used to be, my thing, everybody used to always laugh at me, it always used to be candy and soda. <laughs> I see no problem here. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, but now that I'm a little older, it's probably chips and soda. It's trip, chips, beef jerky, and soda, probably. It's always an important consideration before you hit the road. Yeah. I mean, you got to have the right snacks. Oh, yeah. You got to have snacks, definitely. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else do you guys do besides music, or is it all music? you have any other hobbies, cooking, gardening? or? 
Uh, we love taking road trips. Uh, we're big into history, uh, genealogy are big things for us, and of course, Lego. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, between those four things, that keeps us pretty busy. Yeah, <laughs> busy with our leisure. You only do so much, yeah. Definitely. All right, your last question. Okay, um, what uh, mainstream musicians out there do you think are highly underrated? Um, underrated? I'm. I can't really think of any that are underrated. Maybe, maybe overrated. Overrated. People might be a little mad, but I always thought the Beatles were overrated. I mean, they're good. I mean, I like a lot of their songs, but I just don't think they're like super duper like a lot of things people do. I mean, they're a good band and they change a lot of things, but I don't know. Maybe it's the time. The time. Maybe it was I was born like when they were starting out so yeah. <laughs> so i didn't i wasn't really there i was too young but it just seems like from what i heard in the 70s it just it just seemed like they were a little overrated and you know madonna justin bieber taylor swift all people like that and i'm sure they're like way overrated <laughs> yeah. yeah i have to agree there yeah yeah <laughs> i was just give that one a thumbs up <laughs> But underrated, uh, I don't know. It depends on what you mean by popular, I guess, or mainstream. Well, like, I guess just to give an example, uh, you know, I I grew up, I was a teenager in the mid '80s. Mm -hmm. and I always really liked the band Duran Duran, mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of people gave them a bad rap because they had a big female following, kind of that TV bop reputation. Mm -hmm. Right. So people automatically assume they're not really great musicians. Right. But if you, you know, if you really listen to their albums, they're actually phenomenal musicians. Yeah. Um, so in that respect, I always thought they were, you know, highly underrated. So I, I guess, you know, maybe an act like that, that, you know, maybe people have a certain attitude about. But, right. Uh, it just depends on the person and the, and the genre, I guess, because I'm sure a lot of uh, people think the Sex Pistols are overrated and like what they're doing but uh, i mean they, they and the ramones i mean they're, they're people probably think oh they're just punk rockers and just blah blah but their technique and how they all do everything downstroke is like yeah, that's hard to do yeah. <laughs> just it's a, yeah and, and that's just, actually a, a great example because they really good. don't realize how hard it is yeah. to play that tight that fast right yeah right so yeah definitely so uh yeah so uh maybe tell people that don't know or that are watching us that don't know about you where they can find you the easiest and maybe what's some of your your, your releases that you've had out and so you can get some promotion going uh we're all over the place uh where you could find us uh, the best jump off point would probably be our website which is cranberrymerchants.com uh that will take you to uh, Twitter and to Instagram and to Facebook and Spotify and we're uh, we made it a point to get everywhere that we could all over the place Google us and we're all over uh, we we try to be in every little corner nook and cranny of the internet that we can so 
Yeah, me too, definitely. Yeah, and definitely, uh, you know, check out our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've got videos there. We even make like uh, some lyric videos and kind of making of films for our videos, you know, to kind of show how, uh, how different effects are done and things like that. Um, so yeah, definitely check us out there. And uh, we've got a brand new single out right now called Never Again that just came out back on Wednesday. Yeah. So, um, you know, definitely check that out. It, it just uh, released on, on Spotify and all the, you know, major streaming mm -hmm. channels so people can check that out. Cool. And uh, how many singles do you guys have out? Or do you have, do you have any EPs or are you just doing all singles? We put out an EP initially when we very first came out of the gate. Uh, since then, we put out four singles and we might put out another single and just kind of like wrangle them together so we have another EP just kind of mm -hmm. thing in one spot. But yeah. Right now, it's an EP and four singles. Yeah, yeah. the EP had had three singles off of it, yeah. and then we've uh, never again is our fourth one that we put out by itself. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of doing an EP, and then I've been doing two EPs, and then when I have enough for the third EP, I'll wrap the previous two EPs into an album. Kind of. There you go. It just feels easier. Yeah, the singles thing just seems a bit much for me personally, but but yeah, I mean, whatever works for whatever band. Yeah, and everybody can find me the same thing. This side of anarchy.com. I'm pretty much everywhere, and yes, I, I think it's advantageous to have a website where you know if people just have Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitters, and you gotta gotta tell, oh, here we're here, here we're there, yeah. here we're this. We got a different name here because it was taken. Let's go to this out of anarchy.com and it's all there. You can yeah. find it. Yeah, it's the best way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So this was awesome, and Good to meet you guys finally officially. Thanks yeah, for thanks for all the support. You. Thank you so much for having us on. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh we'll keep promoting each other. That sounds like a plan. Absolutely. Let's do this.